I am Mary Kennedy. Hey, I'm Sue Merlino. And we are, or you are, listening to Menopod. And we have an incredible guest today, actually. He knows probably more about me than you, Sue. Wow. I think he might know even more about me than my own husband. Mm-hmm. Really? Because and for the right price, I'll keep my mouth <laughs> shut. Everybody, Michael Regilio. Thank you yeah. for having me. Pleasure to be here. He is a, well, we went to high school together. And uh, so Michael is a stand-up comic. Mm-hmm. He is a musician. Correct. Uh, and Michael is on the podcast Dogma Debate with David C. Smalley. Which has been around. For a while, I so guess ten years. Yeah. Welcome, welcome, welcome. You're so freaking thank you, talented. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Oh, forget about it. <laughs> so, what instrument do you play? Well, I studied the guitar at the Berklee College of Music, nice. and I have a mountain of failed dreams to prove it. I bet. Yeah, yeah. that's tough. Yeah, tough world out there. No, you were you you toured. You I did got the to tour. tour all over the world and have a lot of fun and get songs on the radio. And at the end of the day, I had to get a day job. So hello, there you go. Yeah, that's the way that one worked. Yeah, the world. Out. That's pretty sweet. Yeah, I've had some fun. I wouldn't complain, but I also wouldn't do it again. Really, a tour bus? I, uh, I haven't done a tour bus. No, but I've done some really nice tours. Uh, one in particular where we were staying in five star hotels every night, but we were in a nice van with a trailer. We didn't quite make it to the bus. Um, yeah. There you have it. I know I wouldn't do it again for one reason and one reason only, and that is musical gear is heavy, and I'm old. Yeah, yeah. If I could get to the point where I had roadies, I'd be cool with it. Uh, but as long as I'm carrying my own amp, sorry, yeah, out of the game. You weren't the drummer, so that's no, at least no, I wasn't up, the yeah. drummer. Yeah. But yeah, no, it was just you know, for it's, yourself. It's, a, it's a tough life. It's fun for kids. <laughs> well, and speaking of kids. Um, we are no longer kids, everybody. Sorry to, to break the news. So the reason why we have Michael on today is because we want to get a male perspective because we've been talking primarily to women, wouldn't you say so? Primarily. Primarily. So we want to get the idea from a man who I respect, who I think is rocking it in his 40s. I don't think he looks the age that he is. He's my age. He's 47. Uh, sort of what your midlife has been. And you told me something off air that I didn't realize, like midlife for men actually is like around 39 because of your life expectancy. Yeah, I mean, if you want to talk the middle point, like here's the middle point, like life expectancy wise, I think it's 78 at current for American male. Okay. So uh, yeah, I, passed, but I, think it's I blasted a range, past right? that. It's a range yeah. for sure. I'm in midlife, in you mid-life. could say that, yeah. but uh, if you wanted to actually put a pin in the actual middle of life, I blasted past that. Wow. Yeah, so Did you more years to- behind me than ahead of me. Did you look at midlife as a time where you were like, I got to get my shit together? Or is there any type of I'm just getting to that point. No. I mean, if you want to talk about like, I mean, entering midlife around late 30s or something like that. No, no. I was still uh, living with my head in a cloud. Like I would never die and I would never get sick. And then uh, early 40s, that changed my opinion of all that. I was like, oh, wait, I'm falling apart uh this this machine just ain't gonna keep on grinding <laughs> like that forever the gears are wearing down i just opened my uh first uh well, i don't even know what it is my girlfriend opened it for me but a long-term um uh like account retirement account yeah yeah retirement account like 401 just, type thing yeah we yeah. just opened it last night yeah that's so, important people yeah i know she's like if you're gonna stick around in me in my life you have to have so i've in the last like three months of my life bought my first stock i'm in the market nice and are opened, you watch it where you like oh yeah taking care uh, of it like bit? an idiot yeah. i bought all pot stocks but not because i'm a pothead which i am but no, because but it, mar- just, it just it just marijuana it just marijuana yeah okay. 
but uh, <laughs> I just podcasting. seemed yeah yeah oh. I was like oh you got there's pod stocks yeah <laughs> metapod stock <laughs> uh, yeah no just because I thought that was a hot market it but is. actually well, sadly the one I bought is uh, is currently tanking so but don't look at it every day. Yeah, but I like to, nuts. for no other reason than I like to show my friends. I'm like, oh, sorry, I just need a second to check my stocks here. <laughs> just checking my, I got some, I'm invested in the market. So, yeah. Now, is your, cool. this is a personal question, you don't have to answer it, but is your girlfriend more conservative than you? Or is she? No, no, no. So what, what made her want? I mean, conservative fiscally, she's perhaps. Yeah. She's just, she's got a master's degree. She's in the process of getting her doctorate degree. And she's just a serious person who takes life seriously. And I was not until I met her. I don't think you have to be, like, I'm, I think I'm fiscally conservative. Like, I've had a 401k since I was started working. Like, when I retire, I'll be set. Getting there, I might not. Oh, my gosh. See, but. my husband was that. I was not until... My husband uh, was unemployed two years ago, and then I had to take the reins, and now I'm Miss Fiscally conservative yeah, yeah. unfortunately we're yeah. yeah it's just a, an unfortunate Smart. use of terms conservative means something very different in this country well right that's now, true so, too yeah. yeah i mean you don't want to so, so fiscally conservative you'd say fiscally, yeah just I mean, like just, i pay attention like of what where your money's going yeah, just yeah. say fiscally aware aware oh i like that or yeah. mindful yeah like m- that. mindful there you yeah. go certainly we're gonna make our own little yeah. so, so trending here's another hashtag. question how long have you been with this girlfriend uh, one, we're closing it on a year, but it has been the craziest year ever. We were all, not even two months into our relationship when, uh, we were going to go for a hike one morning and I decided that it would be a good idea because as I said, getting older, the gears are wearing down. The old back ain't so great. She had a pull-up bar in her apartment. It's like, I'm going to hang upside down for that. Decompress the spine before yeah. we go for the old hike. As soon as I got my legs over, pull-up bar broke Dropped me to the floor, snapped, didn't crack, snapped in half my uh, rib, my fourth rib on my left side of my back, uh, which would have broken my spine had I landed three inches uh, more to the center and uh, couldn't work, couldn't move, couldn't do anything. And so two months into our relationship, I had to move in with her and be nursed back to health for two months. And guess what? After living with somebody for two months, you never move out. Although she ended up moving into my place because I had a nicer place. But uh, wow, yeah, so uh, two months in, we just started living together and never and just never looked back. Lucky for me, not only was it uh, a lucky accident that I broke my rib and was (laughs) this girl was forced to fall in love with me through the Florence Nightingale Nightingale, syndrome or whatever. But she just happens to be the best thing that ever happened to me simultaneously. So luck all around. And I was supposed to do a taping that very night that I broke my rib for Sirius XM and had to reschedule for uh, like eight months later. I just did it. And after doing the taping recently, I was like, that was so much better than it would have been. So much better than it would have been eight months ago. The jokes from eight months ago were terrible. I finally worked them out. That was a good set. Everyone thought it was a good set. And I was like, I think God broke my rib. So thanks. Yeah. yeah. And we've, yeah, maybe. I mean, that's, that's, listen, the, uh, my sink, the pipe underneath my sink burst and now insurance is covering the kitchen. Hey, 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 see how it is. Yeah. Well, that's that's interesting. I'm glad. Well, I'm glad you guys are together. So do you think so? Do you think she's your life partner? Uh, we act as if so. Yeah, we don't see any uh, potential split on the road ahead. Well, so, that's good. That's that fun. is really good. Yeah. I don't know if I I mean, my husband and I are solid. But if we ever didn't make it or whatever happened, I don't think I would get married again. Yeah, I won't. I won't do it. I won't. 
I'm I, done. Did it once. I'm yeah, done. I yeah. think I think I think especially now that we have kids, you know, I just I I don't need to to yeah. do it. Well, you talked me out of it. Sorry, honey, if you're listening. I was all into it until these ladies talked me out of it. No, we'll but you just haven't be, done it yeah. once, right? I've never done it. Yeah, no, so you gotta, no. you're good for a one. I was engaged uh, for 12 hours one time, and that was about it. Not 12 hours. It was more like four months. My girlfriend and I, who had been together for almost seven years, on a walk one night, she basically was like, either put a ring on this finger or kiss me goodbye. And I was like, okay, I'll do it. But my heart wasn't really in it. And then she picked up on that pretty quick and like four months later was like, I don't want to like, you don't, I can, I look in your eyes and you're not into this. I think I talked you into it. So I'm calling it off. And, uh, when I look back now, I'm like, she was a smart one too. They were, uh, yeah, yeah. she was right. And she made the right call. And now she's married to a lovely man, has lovely children and she made the right call. Yeah. I think, I think it's, I don't know. I think my husband has evolved into, I still like him. I still love him. I think, but I, I think men changes and maybe Michael, you can talk about this. I don't think they change as outwardly as women do because literally if I have a hot flash, you know, I'm having a hot flash, right? I mean, a sweater's coming off the windows go, I'm very, but when I, my husband has had significant change in the last three years, emotionally, physically, mentally, that I have not seen as much as he's seen the changes in me. He, well, don't men compartmentalize things? A little better than women? Uh, I suppose. I mean, I'd be curious when you say like the physical change that you haven't seen. I mean, is that just the dropping of the balls or what do we? <laughs> yeah, like. <laughs> no, I haven't. I haven't seen. He doesn't. He doesn't talk about it as much. I mean, that's oh, Charles. Yeah. But I just think as women, like we we're devoting a podcast to talking about hot flashes and getting older. And well, women talk more anyway. Right. Yeah. Like, well, you were just saying that that guy came up to you and it's like, hey, we made it in like halfway. We got a good 20 years left. Yeah. Is that kind of like the gist of that conversation or do you yeah. talk a little bit more about aging? Not really. No, you just uh, you're referring to a conversation we had right before we started rolling, which was a friend told me that he thinks we got about 20 good years left in us. And that was it. I just went, yep. <laughs> and then we uh, ordered another scotch and said, here's to it. Let's make it a good one. Right. So that's yeah. the difference. Like women, we would elaborate on it like, oh, my God, my boobs hurt and like. I'm yeah, growing my uterus hair. is falling out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Facial hair, my uterus. I keep having to stick it back up. It's crazy. Like, no more crotchless panties. I know. Right? Michael is uh, like, I really do. Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> you look like you're having a hot flash right now. Yeah, sticking my head out the window like the dog. It's crazy. Like, we can't catch a break for a good ten years, solid ten years. That's really? what they're telling us. Yeah. Huh. It was all new to us. Like, we didn't know. No one ever mentioned this. But I don't think they, so here's the something, and I, and I, and I want to talk to Michael about this as well. We're really digging deep today. I am resentful of Dr. Roman. Dr. Roman is a online private doctor that men can log on to and talk to them about anything medical, but primarily it's for sexual dysfunction. And the fact that it's private and they can go in and it's, they can do it by themselves and go in and it's private. Women, we I've we don't have that for us. There's nothing private. Everything is out in the wind. I feel, and so I just feel like my husband was petrified to go and get his his prostate exam. Well, it's the finger up that. Butt I know, thing, but yeah. it's but. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, I've already had my first colonoscopy. So, oh, me too. Hey, yeah, I can tell you. <laughs> Did uh, you do that for 
Electric they they thought they saw like, something uh, and they said they, they were going to give it to me a few years early. And uh, thank God they did. I didn't know you could have that much fun at the doctor. <laughs> Come on. That is an <laughs> amazing. Well, just the date, the prep yeah. before, right? Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. oh, the day before. That was something. <laughs> hey, <But> wow. <laughs> then the then the yeah. There's a giant high def TV in front of you where you get to really <laughs> see what you're made of. Well, were you awake? <laughs> Are you kidding me? I was. Uh, well, they get called twilight sleep. So see, you're they mostly there. Yeah. I'm mostly out. And in my case, I was. I was. I was so out of it that when I woke up, I was having these crazy visions in my head. I was like, what? is this thing I'm seeing? And then the doctor came to me, said, everything's good. Here's your report. And then the report included some screen caps of the video. And <laughs> I looked at it, I went, that's it. That's what I'm seeing in my head. So clearly I woke up and was watching the screen for a while and then fell back asleep, but didn't really, I wasn't able to figure out what I was seeing in my head until they showed me the, the screen caps. I was like, yeah, that is exactly what I was seeing. Yes. <laughs> Who came up with that wow. idea? For what? Let's go ahead and video this or let's give them they a screen to. grab. Why? Because no, no, they don't yes, have they, to. No, so they can share it amongst themselves. It's all yeah. a camera. They put a camera down your throat and up your butt. No, but yeah. why are they sending it home with you? Yeah, well, I mean, what else would I put on the fridge? <laughs> Here's my colon. Look at that. Nooks and crannies. Yeah. Yeah. Thank oh, you. Yeah. Awesome. Wow. No, I mean, this is really, this is insightful. I can't. I, I. I. can't have these conversations with my so, husband. So. Yeah. So I'm always. Not always, but I always wonder. I said it again. I sometimes wonder why guys go out and buy that little sports car and and you know like this midlife crisis that they have. Is it a feeling all of a sudden that you're like, oh, I'm gonna get that. Like I deserve this. Or what is? Did you, have you ever had feelings of like you needed to show off? like your midlife status or something? Mm, or is not it? really, but I, I think I have an answer for you why men do it. And I think it is almost exclusively to find, to, to, to make themselves attractive to younger women. Uh, would be Consciously or something? You know, it's a fine line at that point. You know, who's to say? But I mean, they start popping the Propecia and driving the sports car and going back to the gym. And it's all to try and attract a, so it's an awareness a younger thing, woman. Though, yeah. I, I would say. I would say you so. Know, because yeah. women, like we get, like we just watch commercials and gain weight. Like you, yeah. you know, I wish. I mean, would. I embrace it myself because I find that I'm old is a great excuse for getting out of stuff. You know, I would hate it, you know. <laughs> Like, That's why you didn't go to me dinner hey, with me last week, Mike. <laughs> exactly. I, I'm old, oh. no, but it's like, dude, you want to come see my band? It's a local club. I go, I'm, I'm old. Sorry, man. I didn't want to see your band when I was young, but I used to do it out of obligation. But now I get to just go, sorry, dude. But you're I'm also old. performing at night. Yeah. Like the last thing I want to do when I'm performing is go see other people perform. Sorry. Yeah. I mean, it's you know, it's true. I mean, it's you know, there's. It, it seems like every day is shorter and shorter. So I get it. Yeah. But you also, let's talk about this though. Maybe that I feel, and I don't want to speak for you. I feel like you lived your twenties. I lived my twenties. I was in yeah. New York. I dated a lot of different people. I did a lot of things that I probably wouldn't do today. Like I, I don't have a regret. I was yeah. with yeah. some different gentlemen. I didn't. Right? I got married really, really young. And now I'm dating a very young guy. Yeah, but you're all right. You're a hero to us. Yeah, and here. you must have bought a sports car to, to snag him, right? That's how you did it. Sports car. I just started doing stand up. Uh, yeah. Did you feel like the midlife crisis thing, and you thought I'm going to date a younger no. dude? No, I didn't want to date. Like I was, 
I was like a yucky divorce and then 20 years married. Yeah, it's just like, ugh, yeah. I just, this is all about me now. And then now I got Josh. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. I like being older a lot, to be honest with you. I think I'm still in that sweet spot where I got uh, a body that can still get me around. It's not breaking down. It's not in pain just yet. And I got a mind that I like. Whereas when I look back on the mind, I had my 20s and I was having fun. I did live my 20s. I lived the hell out of my 20s yeah, and my true. 30s and my early 40s. But uh, <laughs> right now, <laughs> but as of about a week ago, no. Um, <laughs> the fact of the matter is I like being smarter, better than I like being younger. And I was pretty, and Mary, I think, will vouch for me, pretty, pretty dumb when I was a kid. I mean, maybe, maybe not. Who's to say? But I think about, I was always sure of myself. So I'd shoot my mouth off, and I didn't know what I was talking about. And then it's so nice when you learn how ignorant you are or how much you don't know. That's that's the that's the greatest lesson of them all is how much you don't know and how much there is to know and when to yeah, shut up and keep learned. your mouth shut. That's amazing. Yeah. Like a lot of people just keep that repetitive pattern yeah. going, going, going. But to but, learn from that is the nugget, yeah. right? But he and I told you this on an, another podcast that we were on that uh, like a year ago that he sort of and you're still doing it today. He sort of questioned the establishment. And that's something that I think is timeless. I don't think it matters. You might not have been knowing what you were saying back then. Yeah. But what I liked about him in high school, we were in a small high school, Marblehead, Massachusetts, 160 people. There was a lot of talk about conservatives. There was a lot of conservatives and a lot of people with a lot of money you bucked the system a lot. And I think that pissed people off. And it was so refreshing for me as like this, this fat kid trying to fit in the norm. Right. And then you get Michael showing up and going, Nope, not going to do it that way. I mean, you, that's, that's probably why you, you ended up, you know, banging some heads with the teachers. Cause they were like, wait a second. Oh, I banged all the heads. with the teachers. <laughs> I left no head unbanged in high school. So you found your voice early on. Yeah, I feel like I did. But I, like I said, I found that this, and I just, we live in a golden age. I have to be honest with you. You want to learn about anything, type mm-hmm. it into yeah. YouTube and there's a documentary on it. That's there's true. 30 documentaries on it. You know, my girlfriend's getting her doctorate in philosophy right now. And just the other night we watched a documentary on the trial of Socrates and then we right. read a book about it and then we had a discussion about it because that's just her process and whatnot. And I was like, I love this. I love this. I never would have done it in my 20s. I believe like college is going to be like YouTube should now give college courses. Yeah. I mean, they do. In fact, I've taken a few. I took a Yale uh, course on uh, YouTube on the Civil War. Dr. David Blight. Shout out. I think it was about 28 28 hours long and I watched it it. twice. Wow. Yeah. So informative. Yeah. Talk to your girlfriend about philosophy. That's what I want to do. Yeah. Well, I could arrange for you guys to do. You want to philosophize? I, that's all I want to do. Yeah. That's if someone asks me, what do you want to do? I just want to sit and philosophize. I don't want to be a lawyer, but I want to like, I love thinking of processes and, and how you get to end results and like the whole going there in your brain. Like, I love that. There's, yeah. there's a Jewish, and I love Socrates. There's a Jewish tradition, which is the Shabbat, right? And I'm not Jewish, but I have yeah. one of my dear friends that I was her maid of honor in her wedding. There's Shabbat on Friday night. You can't for the for the Orthodox um, Jews. You can't. Yeah, I'm a goy talking about this. You can't. You can't turn light electricity or anything like that. Right. You can't touch anything. Right. Electrical. Friday night though, after dinner, everybody philosophizes and talks about religion. Talks about the Jewish religion, and it's fascinating to me because we're not in our phones. We're not on the computer. We're sitting around, and I've gone to their Shabbat like two or three times. 
you're just talking about the world we live in. And I think that's really, really interesting, interesting. you know, but you know, you have to also, well, that's why I like podcasting so much. Cause it's like that. Yeah. It really is. And it's funny that uh, we are simultaneously, our attention spans are shrinking and growing. It's like uh, your Instagram video has to be under a minute. And even then, people, most people don't make it through the minute. It's like, boring. And yet podcasts have gone to five and a half hours and people listen to the whole damn thing because, you know. It's, it's traffic. But are yeah. you having memory problems right now that you're getting older? No, not yet. Oh, I am. You are? Wow. Hmm. And there's Prevagen out there. Please sponsor us. There's Prevagen out there, and they do this commercial, and my husband and I wrote a joke together. He says, in order for them to make sales, they're going to have to play that three times because everybody who's watching it is going to remember. <laughs> that is is funny, that yeah. for a clearer thinking? It's for you take Prevagen every day, and it makes things clear. Yeah. GABA, really? GABA that- works. There's more natural, healthy ways to do that. I don't know what's in Prevagen, but I'm assuming it's a pharmaceutical well, of course that's it mass is, produced. Yeah. But-, but they have lots of money and can support this podcast. See, yeah. I can't even speak. Anyway, um, so you don't have memory stuff. No, not God, yet. I'm so sure jealous. It me. Well, maybe I'm jealous. Maybe there's stuff I'd like to forget. <laughs> <laughs> the damn memory. Yeah. I think we should have the suit. So you don't have memory problems. No. Do you get, I, I'm, a, I'm actually giving him a little quiz. Yeah, you can go nuts. Ask okay, me anything. Okay. Hot flashes. No, I don't even, I don't, is that a thing for That's men? That's a do hormonal they get, thing. But do men get them? Because I mean, the the drop, the drop is not as precipitous for men as it is right, for women. You guys kind of fall off a cliff and I think it's like over 20, 25 years that men slowly. Uh, but so go back to this. So what's going on is our estrogen levels. People think we're getting more testosterone, but our estrogen levels are just, depleting depleting so they yeah. were masking the testosterone but but going through puberty for men i think is quite different than for women because like your body going through do you remember going through that yeah oh, of course i do yeah so that's kind of the reflective of what we go through now is them getting more testosterone and our testosterone being more exposed yeah but we're so out of sync they we had a we had a sex therapist on the show who said that when we're in our 60s we'll be at our sexual peak when you, well not peak well she said it gets better well to me that's peak but yeah. i'm just saying <laughs> but for you guys by the time you hit 60 you're not wildly interested that's why you? they created the blue pill right i mean <laughs> I guess so. Yeah, no, I mean, that's another thing that I, I I like about getting older is seeing sex as something that's nice and fun to have and everything. But it's, I, dude, I'm not going to take, I'm not going to spend all night at a bar trying to meet a girl when I could be doing something else. I've got better things to do with my time. And for what? To take a stranger home and have sex for 12 seconds? But different when you were well, in our 20s. Yeah, oh, yeah. when you're in your 20s. <laughs> When I was in my twenties, oh, I would fly. I would fly across the country and yeah. sleep in a tent for three weeks because there was a girl that maybe would, uh, you know, sleep with, with me. With yeah, again. that I was enough it. for me to. But now it's like no. Yeah, I mean, but it, we would never think of doing that. Oh, we would. Yeah. I did. If no. I got a steak dinner and a baked potato, things happened. But not now. <laughs> I mean, not. But not I now. Was, you didn't know that about me in high school. I was. I was <laughs> yeah, baked potato. That, that's when I connected with the hockey cheerleaders because we all talked about our sex stories in high school. I became popular in that moment. Wow. Me and Liz Gately. Good. Thank you. Wow. I almost <laughs> remember who that was. So I think it's a hormonal thing that's causing the hot flashes. So, yeah. so you don't have hot flashes. Don't have hot flashes. No memory. No memory. Um, Depleted sex drive to some do, degree. I do. would say so. Yeah. Okay. I mean, to some degree. Yeah. 
I think, boy, I feel bad for kids these days. I mean, mm. let me get, let the old man rant for a second here. I honestly <laughs> think porn is terrible. I think really? it's so bad. Yeah. And I've seen some TED Talks about it. So I think I'm coming from a place of knowledge here. But yeah, I think it's just. Well, you've looked at porn. Of course I have. Yeah, right. But I mean, not the way the kids do it nowadays. It's becoming incredibly graphic. It's becoming incredibly quick paced where they've cut out the dialogue and the plot and everything and it gets right to it. And it's just, I mean, a single sexual experience with a woman is 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 slow. It's methodical. And it has to be a turn on to you. And these kids, they want the mass. They want the satisfaction right away. And their brain wants it. They're well, slamming the yeah. pressure center of their brain so hard, so fast, so many times with these insane porn videos that when they get just one girl alone, naked, and she wants to take her time with having, you know, an experience or whatnot, it's not fast enough. It's not it's not stimulating enough. And I think it's messing these kids up. I think it's messing them up bad. I feel bad for them. I liked it when it was dirty and naughty and not when it was, whatever, you want to bang, let's do it, here we go. Right. Yeah. What was your name again? <laughs> It's all endorphins. Yeah, yeah, it's true. And it's all like I I do a podcast with um, a, doc, a medical doctor who's a sex addict doctor. He's not like, a sex addict himself. Is no. He? Oh, well, I don't know. Maybe. In his <laughs> is he a sex addict and a doctor or a sex addict doctor? He's a sex therapist. <laughs> oh, okay. But for addicts. Oh, okay. But he talks about this all the time. And it's it's the society of or addiction anyway. Like you create this need and desire and you want that you're riding that wave you know it's almost like yeah. too fast like our society everything's coming at us too fast and then the drop off you just need it again it's like a, you need another boost of it you know yeah. it's like a drug yeah it's like a drug and that's how our brain doesn't know any difference it's a drug in our brain yeah um and it's true that but i think i think what's frustrating and and I can talk about this. And I also listen. We do not have a kitchen right now. It's it's like chaos in my house. And we've talked about this on other shows. I think when I think when women are going through, peri, we're in perimenopause, not menopause. You corrected me last week that menopause is only one day. I think your hormones are changing. I think the moment that you feel like you want to have sex, your partner, if they're the same age as you, and I've heard this from more than one woman. They're, they're at this point, they're getting their sexual stuff is depleting. So I always feel like people are at a hit and miss now. I, yeah. I do. And it's it's I think it's it's hard because we just we don't we don't know. We don't know because you guys part are going a, through it and we're it's going part of a it. healthy relationship, though. And like if you make it a priority and enjoy it and spend the time and and have it be in a pleasurable experience then there's it's it's part of it's worth talking about and, and making it work and, and creating the time and creating the space around it yeah and talking about it i think i think you guys at this age are much more ready to talk about things that yeah. you wouldn't have talked about years ago oh yeah i mean yeah. i remember when me and my kid my friends in high school not one of us would admit that we masturbated in fact we'd make fun of people <laughs> He jerked off, ha, 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 loser. And now that's every open I mean, mic. most yeah. hypocrites in, I know now it's just every open mic's just a dude gets up. So I was jerking off 12 seconds ago in the bathroom and I will be again in four minutes yeah. when I'm done. And I touched your glass. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Sorry. Um, so let's see. So what we, we, we talked about, well, he obviously doesn't have vaginal dryness, thank God. Um, well, what about knows? hair falling out or coming in different places? Uh, my ears are <laughs> where the wild things are. Really? It's insane. It's insane. I mean, if I don't shave them, I shave my ears with a razor, a Bic <gasps> razor. When I wash my hair 
which is like once Inside every six or years. Outside. Out the outside is Gelfling esque, or I don't even know. It, it just looks like I'm an elf. There's oh, yeah, if I, I don't it. shave it, I can get so much hair coming off the top of my ears it'll blow your mind and then inside the ears which yeah which i like because everything's too loud for me nowadays anyway (laughs) so so it's like a muffle yeah it's like i'm growing my own earplugs but (laughs) um that's great for a musician i love it yeah so so far that's the first real noticeable although i did have a little uh, electric razor up my nose before i came here because i was told that this was going to be filmed (laughs) um in my mind yeah. in my mind um no okay. i do that i use i use my little shaver every day i shave here and i do sometimes up the nose yeah so 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 the hair what else what else are we i missing? guess that's a good that's a crossover that's a crossover yeah because that's new for you that's like yeah yeah i mean sadly it's not that was probably mid-30s when i like oh, I because know, you know i wear my hair long so it's usually over my ears so it was like i remember getting out of the shower one time pulling back my hair and it the first time i saw just tufts coming off my ears i was like Good gravy. <laughs> what the F? Wow. Yeah. Marty. Marty. Yeah. But, yeah. Well, guys but go again, bald too, yeah. like different times, like yeah. their hair loss, you know, usually happens. I don't think Mike's going to go bald though. I'm not I'm probably saying. not all the way bald. Gramps died with a pretty full head of hair, but you never know. I mean, I just, I'm anticipating that the, they'll have a really effective drug by the time I need it. So come on, science. <laughs> Oh, and then weight gain or weight loss? Weight gain or weight loss? Uh, well, I mean, I have a thyroid condition called Hashimoto's. Hashimoto's. Oh, yeah. oh you Kim. Second person. Yeah. 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 Which uh, causes fluctuations therein. So when you first get it, you go hyperthyroidic, uh, which is you lose a lot of weight. So for a while there, before I knew I had it, I was eating anything I wanted. I was thin as a rail. And I was like, how do you do it? I wish I had your metabolism. Oh, my <laughs> God. And then I went to the doctor. He's like, you have a disease. I was like, oh, damn it. I thought it was a good metabolism. Uh, no more donuts. <laughs> yeah. And so, so- and then uh, as the thyroid uh, takes the beating, it's actually an autoimmune disease. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it, I, it's not the thyroid that's the problem. It's my body's attacking the thyroid. So the thyroid starts to wear out, and then you go hypo- uh, thyroidic, where you start putting on the weight because your body can't keep up with the, or you're not, you don't have much thyroid uh, output. I think that's where I am now. So I'm getting careful. I'm going to the gym once every two weeks, mm-hmm. but I'm supposed to be going <laughs> five times a week. Well, but yeah, no, I know. Yeah. But wow. I just make excuses. I'm like, well, I walked around the grocery store for like 20 minutes. That's got to count for something. <laughs> I like that. Take the day off. Yeah. No gym. Yeah, no. But yeah. Well, but you also, you eat well, though. I try to. I've actually been uh, on a plant-based diet for three months now, I think. Yeah, I haven't had meat or dairy in about three months, and I'm enjoying it. I like it. Actually, it's a golden age for that, too, because you can go to a restaurant and order something that tastes just like a bacon cheeseburger, and it's not. Yeah, it's plant-based. Yeah. Well, your cool. skin looks fabulous. Oh. It does. It does. Yeah. No. Yeah. I mean, listen, gluten-free over here. Yeah. Um, is there any other menopause? Because we only have, like, two more minutes. Is there any other... Burning questions. We have burning. Do you see how I did that? Do you have any burning questions for for Michael, the male? Burning questions? Listen, the millionaires and the billionaires have not been going through menopause. Did I say burning? Oh, my God. No, I'm just kidding. No, but I think, do you think this is helpful? Well, I mean, we're not really talking a lot about our symptoms and stuff, but 
Like, did your mom or aunts or sisters or anybody you ever... Ever talk Yeah, we... So do you think maybe... Just one day I was like, why does auntie have a mustache? When when and why did that happen? But nobody ever talked about it. No one ever talked about it. Nobody ever talked about it. But so, like, just being aware of it, because I feel like when I was working, the last studio I was working at, it was all millennials, and they had no idea, like, what I was going through, and I wasn't certainly going to share with them, like oh my God, you have to like give me a minute here, right? And I wouldn't even bring up that I was having a hot flash or like stress. I I had a lot of anxiety around it, but I wouldn't bring it up because I was embarrassed by it, which isn't fair or okay. You know, I should be like, hey, give me a minute minute here. I don't want to be like I'm old, but like this this feeling that I'm having right now, I need to breathe. I need to take a second. Um, But do you think that that is something that, you would appreciate knowing about uh, yeah, people that I you're do. working with or i mean look we live in la where it's full of woke people who are like you can't be prejudiced against anyone unless you're old then fuck you and get out of our world you're not welcome here old man but, yeah exactly i know and it's yeah i it's, think it would be nice for young people to know a little bit but i mean they're so that's the thing you know youth is wasted on the young but they they they're they're just stuck in their little world. They don't care, and they they think it'll never happen to them. And I know that because I was that guy. Yeah, you know, which is why it's so whatever. I won't get. Mary said no politics. I almost went there. <laughs> almost went there. Almost went there with a, a, a I know a conversation and, and about universal health care. But yeah. yeah, well, no, and I yeah. and I hear you on that. And here, so but does it also help you? This is a question I have. I don't know the age of your girlfriend. Mm. But you don't have to tell me. But does it help you get a better insight of? women and or your girlfriend do you, do, like after talking to us absolutely yeah my girlfriend's 41 oh okay so, yeah. she's, so she's age appropriate hello am i not a great guy <laughs> <Yeah>. come on <laughs> yeah nice yeah. no that's good that's a good age for yeah you. look at me i sound like his mother it's yeah. a good age for you michael <laughs> that's good uh yeah but she's uh you know she's she's not quite there yet but uh She's, yeah, I mean, we have a very, very open relationship. We talk about everything. That's good. You know? Well, like know said. that she'll go a little, I mean, I can't speak crazy. for her, but yeah, I mean, I really feel like sometimes the thoughts in my head, I'm like, whoa, like that's not okay. You know, really? like, yeah. Do you want to tell us what one of these thoughts are that's not okay? Um, We can't have a lawsuit. Not here, like, so. oh. yeah. Okay. <laughs> wow. <laughs> No, no, no. Like driving off the, the oh, side yeah. of the highway or oh, something like wow. that. Yeah. Well, mm, wow. Now I feel weird because no, I no. thought that was a normal thought. <laughs> I have that one all the time. Listen, I'm like, I, just, hey. Yeah, yeah. Or yeah. just like just like stupid things like that. Be like, oh, what are you doing? Like in just moods. Like I was crying, almost crying yesterday because I couldn't get on a ride at Disneyland. You know, like that's stupid. But like the emotional roller coaster is just is crazy and i'm like you know i drove all the way here and i got a flat tire on the way and now you tell me i can't get on this ride and like that's how i was feeling like in my head i'm like what the fuck is wrong with you right now right you know like it's just like stupid things like that that are just like the emotions are much yeah and i also think it's because of the work that you do i've done a lot of work on myself i think the emotions are much more available than they were before which i think is a good thing yeah, but, but I don't want to cry. Like, I feel like I'm, uh, I could cry. Like, I saw a tree that had no leaves on it. I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> like, like, it's stupid, like, stuff like that that makes no sense, but just affecting my brain and, yeah. like, yeah, it's just I mean, weird, like, brain stuff. Yeah, I mean, that's what our brains are. They're chemicals reacting with each other. So, I mean, it's, I always, you know, when I 
somebody tries to get me to explain or justify my emotions, I always say, I can't justify something as irrational as emotion. I don't know. It's a bunch of chemicals in my brain made me do it. Yeah. Officer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> as I step over the body. Yeah. And now, well, you know, oh, this has gotten really dark. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> well, listen, we, we've got to wrap it up, but I, I my, Thank you so much for being Thank so, you for having me. so honest because I don't know if we could, I, I mean, I think we, I think once a month we should have one man come in and talk okay. about it and see okay. how, and maybe, you know, have a little, a meter board on who's open and who, cause you were very open today. I oh, appreciate thank that. Thank you. Well, I mean, what's the point of being closed at this point? I'm past the halfway mark. Nice. Yeah. But I think it will inspire other men to, mm. to do that as well. And so it's been good. And well, it's been a pleasure. And thank you both so much for having me. Of course. Great to have you here. So I'm Mary Kennedy. I'm Sue Merlino. And uh, you've been listening to The Menopod.